Hey everybody, welcome back to the Spread Sports Podcast. Mike Leith with my good friend and co-host, as always, Matt Helpingstein. That's right, folks. And on today's episode, we are going to review the first round of the NFL draft that happened yesterday. And then we are also going to preview rounds two and three today. Yeah, Joe Burrow, he went number one overall, like uh, pretty much everybody had pinned, and Chase Young and Jeff Akuda. They all went one, two, three. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the only little bit of a surprise there is some people thought the Lions might trade down. Uh, what do they say? This is the first time there wasn't a trade in the top 10 picks since yeah. uh, 2015, I believe. Yeah, that's correct. Um, a lot of, I mean, not much movement. I think there was three trades. The Patriots went out of the first round. Uh, Packers moved up. And, uh yeah. Well, let's focus on the on the top five first. So, you know, the first three, me and you both hammered down, you know, in our mock drafts. Uh, number four, you know, w- we had the right idea. I think uh, the Giants threw us a little bit for a loop taking Andrew Thomas. I think we both felt there were better offensive tackles available for them. Um, I had Jedrick Wills Jr. and you had uh, Worfs from Iowa. Um, but this is like I was saying before, you know, sometimes these teams, they just have a preference and they felt that Andrew Thomas was the guy. Maybe he fit their scheme better than any of the other uh, available tackles. Yeah, I know uh, a couple of reports I've read that Thomas was the best tackle in the draft. Uh, see, what reports were that? I did not see that in any of the reports. I had him. I think the highest I saw him ranked was three. I, I had Werfs as number one. Yeah. Um. He fell down to fourteen for Tampa or thirteen yeah. or whatever they they traded up. Um. Yeah. I just. I mean, it is what it is. It's over. The dust has settled. Yeah. I mean, if that's who helps them, that's who helps yeah. them. Well, now I, we said one through five. Let's talk about the big one here. Yeah. Tua. Yeah, I, I thought he'd fall to the Chargers, uh, even though against popular uh, opinion, which the popularity. Uh, the popular opinion was right in this case because he did go to the Dolphins at, at number five. And, and I saw the video. Did you see the video online of that, the one guy getting super excited, the Dolphins fan that they got to? I mean, if Tua stays healthy, home run pick. Problem is, I don't think he's going to stay healthy. Yeah, that's going to be the nail in the coffin for his uh, – I don't want to say his NFL career, but, you know, obviously they still got Ryan Fitzpatrick. I don't know how long he's – out there for I think they only brought him back on a one-year deal so you get that and you're you kind of get it but then the next pick I believe you're number one rated quarterback Justin Herbert right? yeah just I you know I wouldn't say I had him rated number one I just think at when when it's all said and done you know five six years down the road I think he you could look back at this draft and say he ended up being the best quarterback that came out uh, I mean, Joe Burrow, hands down, is number well, one. Well, number one yeah. outside of Burrow. Yeah. Sorry, I but, yes, I, yeah, Herbert, you know. But, but I do want to go back to the Dolphins a little bit, only because they did have three picks in the first round. Yes, they did. So, you know, they, they took Tua. So, pick number two, logical decision. Let's go out and get an offensive tackle to protect Tua. I think they made the right decision there. They got Austin Jackson. Yeah, you know, I actually, in our mock, I had the Dolphins actually taking them at 26. Now, now, the surprise for me was their 30th pick. Um, they went corner. I'm not even going to attempt to say his name. But Noah, Noah Abinogene. Oh, that was beautiful. Beautifully said uh, out of Auburn. So, 
I mean, if you had to give the Dolphins, you know, they had, they're one of the many teams who kind of stockpiled some picks. What grade would you give the Dolphins having three first-round picks? I'd give them a solid B. Yeah. I don't like Tua. I not Nothing personal against him. The NFL, you get hit a lot harder than in college. Like, that's my big thing with him is his medicals. Yeah. It's – I think that's everybody's. You yeah. know, it's been doctors swear up and down he's healthy. Um, I'd give him a C plus. The only pick I really agreed with with them was uh was taking the uh their offensive tackle with the with the second selection they had. Now, when you Austin say the Jackson. only pick you agreed, do you think they shouldn't have taken a quarterback at five? No, I just think they took the wrong quarterback. Oh, okay. And it's not even I would have rather seen Jordan Love go there, even, you know. Um I uh it's just – I might be wrong. Five years from now, Tua might be the next Patrick Mahomes, and he stays healthy, and, and we're all wrong. I don't think that's going to happen. I think when you get down to to their pick, what they end up with, pick 30th, because um, they trade, they made that trade with Green Bay and moved down a couple spots, I think they could have gotten better quality there. Once again, these reviews of drafts are, are so hit or miss because – yeah. You know, these teams have preferences. They have different rankings than what Mel Kuyper, than what we have, than what Todd McShay has. And uh, and who knows, down the line, we might be, uh, you know, saying the Dolphins had the, the draft that changed their whole franchise around here. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, very well could have. I mean, they've obviously been plugging away at this to get into – yeah, the state they're in with all the draft picks, and obviously Tom Brady's not in their division anymore. Uh, this could be a very winnable division for them. Yeah, no, that most definitely. Uh, you had the Bills who who didn't have a first round pick, you know, so they haven't made many improvements. They got a second rounder, but uh, you know, obviously New England's down. Yeah, the Dolphins most definitely. Well, you know, the but, Bills did get Stephon Diggs for their first round pick. Yeah, no, that that's a good point. So, that's a good point. I mean, don't say they didn't make any improvements. Um, I don't know how far it'll take them. Obviously, they well. I mean, they got to be the favorites. I mean, they got to be the early favorites to to win that division. Yeah, you know, oh, without a doubt. I you mean, know, well, plus there's six more rounds of the NFL draft, so who knows what can happen? I'm predicting today there's going to be a lot of trades, not just picks. Players being yeah, moved. yeah. You, you might see the Leonard Fournettes and some of those guys getting traded. Now, now let's stay in that division, okay? The New York Jets. Oof. I think they had maybe one of the biggest head scratching picks yeah. uh, that we thought of the evening. Um, I mean, they had the eleventh pick. Yeah, they took Mackay back at Beckton out yeah, of Louisville. I think. Uh, I, I think we all thought that. Uh, they were going to go receiver here. However, I mean, there's a lot of depth at receiver. Let's be fair. Um, if you look at last year, top probably four rookies came all in the second round last year. You know, yeah. you, you had Brown from the Titans. You had Metcalf, who's just a monster. I still don't know to this day how he fell so far last year to the Seahawks. I think it was his size because he's built more like a linebacker well, than a receiver. And that's part of the reason he's so damn good, too. Yeah. Um, but – in the Jets' defense, offensive tackle—that's also safe. You're looking to protect Darnold, yeah. so I mean, I can't. I mean, I just—I really thought they were going to take C.D. Lamb or, or Jerry Judy right there, yeah. or even Rugs. I had him picked in as Jerry Judy. Uh, no more Robbie Anderson. 
Um, you know, they it's the Jets are that team that's if they need a time to pounce, it's now. Yeah. With the Patriots losing Brady. And it, the that division's wide open. And they God bless them for taking him for you know to keep Darnold upright, but at the same time, it's I think there's more that could have been done, more value at that deck, I should say. Well, that was a big theme. I mean, a lot of a lot of offensive linemen went. That seemed to be the safe route yesterday. But moving on, where you you brought up the Chargers taking Herbert, I think the Chargers might have had the best first round out of any team. Yeah, you take yeah. Herbert, and then the pick I know you love because you you've been raving about this guy is taking He's Kenneth Murray out of Oklahoma. Player, yes, sir. Yeah. And and that's something you get your franchise quarterback, and you might get your your middle linebacker for the next next decade. Yeah, I think you know this might be the new coming with Junior Seau. For yeah, them, you know. Well, hopefully um, that ends a little differently, but yeah. Oh, Jesus. No, I just really like how they did it. I mean, did they? They gave up a good amount to get back a second first round pick uh, for the day, but I think that's going to be one of those deals. When it's all said and done and he's in Canton, then you know it's they're gonna look back and say, you know, we gave up a lot, but we got a lot. Now, there's another team in that division who also had multiple picks in the first round, and that'd be the the Las Vegas Raiders. Yes. And I mean, how do you think they did? What would they end up having? Three picks, or did they end up moving up? Did they stay with three? I think they stayed with three. No, I think they end up with only the two. Yeah, two, two. Yeah, because they, they made a trade, I think, to move up. Yeah, but they had two. So how do you think they did? Um, They got good value at their 12th spot with Henry Ruggs. Yeah. Uh, that was a preference thing. The guy's a burner. Yeah. I mean, he by far the fastest receiver in the draft. Yeah. I like that a lot. And the one that really kind of surprised me was Damon Arnett out of Ohio State. Yeah, I don't, I don't like it. I, I didn't like that pick at all. I think – we already talked about uh, Yannick from the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. He did the same thing in college. Gruden's going to have to grab him and say, listen, you're not in college anymore. This is the pros. You know, this is now your livelihood. You know, it was one of those things. I think this was just a reach. Uh, it's like Vegas knew they wanted a corner. Uh, Henderson was off the board. Um uh, you know, the Falcons went up to A.J. Terrell, who I think it was too early for him to go to. Yeah. And then, obviously, uh, Okuda was already off the board. I, I, mean, I, I think they should have waited. I think they could have gotten uh, – maybe even gotten Arnett in the second round. I would have waited, went a different route with that pick. Yeah, they could have went after easily uh, Diggs out of Bama, Gladney out of TCU. Like, there's a lot of – a lot of uh, better talent – uh, than what they got with that pick. Yeah, yeah, I, that that shocked me a little bit. Um, you know, and then, and then you know, doing the theme, just staying in that division, you had the Broncos and the Chiefs. Chiefs last pick went running back. I think everyone their mother had them going running back. I don't think everyone their mother had them going with that running back and Clyde Edwards Hilaire yeah. out of LSU. Um, I am taking DeAndre Swift, but Clyde Edwards Hilaire. That that's the kind of guys that uh. Andy Reid likes. Yeah. I mean, he's going to fit their scheme, and he's going to help them out. Yeah, I mean that's just uh, that's just kind of like a a plug and play, you know. Yeah. You just pick him up, 
You play him, and he's going to do good for him. Well, then the Denver Broncos went after Jerry Judy, who I still think will be the best receiver in the draft. Yeah. And but when I'm looking at when I'm looking at that division, I still say I think the Chargers had the best draft. Are they going to come in and compete this year? Probably not. It's hard to say. You know, I mean, they could very well, but like they'd be fighting for a wild card spot. Yeah. But the Chiefs, it's scary the fact that they could just add some more, add another running back. Yeah. When you don't have to add one of the big time running backs to round out your already talented team, especially mm-hmm. on the offensive side of the ball, hats off to you, Andy Reid. And by Andy Reid wearing that Hawaiian shirt. Oh yeah. That just was be- a beautiful thing. That might have been some of the best parts of the draft was was yeah. watching everyone set up. I mean, it still cracked me up looking at Bill Belichick just sitting at his dining room table. Sean Payton was one of our favorites. He looked like just me and he was sitting at his couch. There's like 10 at empty soda cans yeah. just sitting around eating Twizzlers. You know, I, I mean, I loved it, you know. Uh, but, yeah, Andy Reid and Mike McCarthy, I mean, my joke, I mean, those guys didn't seem to know how the hell to use the camera. You had close-ups of their faces. Yeah. Yo, know, let's talk about Mike McCarthy because we both thought, uh, which I, I disagree because I think they got – they might have gotten the biggest deal of the draft and C.D. Lamb falling to the Cowboys. Yeah. But McCarthy oh, yeah. on the phone at the time talking to um, – we're guessing Jerry Jones. They were both on the phone at the same time on the screen. But he just – he didn't look happy. You know, I I know coming from Green Bay, he's used to the best available player at the time. Now, obviously, that regime in Green Bay is gone. We'll get to that here in a little bit. And I don't know if – I don't see why he wouldn't want C.D. Lamb. I mean, he's got all the talent in the world. He probably realizes his quarterback's Dak Prescott. Yeah. I mean, the (laughs) one thing I could say that he was maybe wanting was like uh, Xavier McKinney type, a cornerback or someone in the secondary because they lost Byron Jones. I still can't believe Xavier McKinney didn't get drafted in the first round. That was my guy all day. Yeah, Someone's going to get a a hell of a bargain taking him in the second round. It'll probably be the Colts. (laughs) Yeah, well. Uh, Yeah, now let me me ask you this. So, as we said, there were a few trades yesterday. Uh, I mean, it looked like, let's see, obviously the Packers moved up. The Buccaneers moved up. The Vikings moved up. No, was it the Vikings? Yeah, the Vikings moved up. Yeah, the Vikings moved up. So, who would you say is that it? Or am I missing anybody? The Chargers moved up at the end too to get Kenneth Murray. Yes, you're right. So, with all that being said, who do you think out of all the teams that traded to move up? Who do you think? made the best choice? I think the Chargers, because they went from their first pick getting the quarterback of the future for them. Uh, obviously, Rivers is in Indianapolis now. He's a Colt. They got a playmaker on the offensive side and the defensive side. It wasn't just a one side, which you saw a lot of with teams with multiple picks. You, you take one offensive side, one defensive side, plain and simple. They got... Two of the team ca- future team captains and Herbert and Murray, plain and simple. I like it a lot, and I give the Vikings a close second. They lost Stephon Diggs. They brought in number two, Justin Jefferson. You know what? Uh, 
the 49ers moved up. They traded with Minnesota because that's when they took Brandon Ayuk. Okay, yes. Yeah, because I was right in front of the right in front of when the Packers then moved up. Yes. Now for me, it might not seem like a lot, but I like the Buccaneers. They moved up to take like you said, you had him ranked as number one offensive yeah. tackle. I had him number two and Tristan Wirfs. You got that protection for Brady. I mean, I hate to say it, but I think in a matter of a year, those Buccaneers are looking like Super Bowl contenders. You know, I know people think with Brady aged out, but you got Gronk there now. Their offense was never the issue. It, yeah. was, it was defense, but I, I think though they're going to, as the rounds go on, they're going to start addressing those issues as well. But part of their defensive problems is that they had a quarterback who threw 30 interceptions. You're not going to have that now. Yeah. So I, I think right now that, that offense in Tampa is going to be scary. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Mike Evans. But I think every team that moved up uh, that I can think of, they made they made a really like they made good moves. They made good picks. Yeah, you know, I know. Obviously, I'll shift gears to Title Town as my Packers. I know a lot of people said, "Well, why would you trade up from thirty to twenty six for a quarterback when you've got Aaron Rodgers?" Now, Aaron Rodgers is thirty six years old, and these same fans said all this when the Packers did the same thing when they drafted Rodgers and Favre. Rodgers isn't playing forever. Do we need an impact wide receiver? Yes. But I don't think what they saw in the receivers that were left over were going to be first-round worthy talent. Well, from my understanding, too, the Packers didn't think Jordan Love was still going to be there. And uh, and if he had already been taken earlier, I think you're seeing uh, T. Higgins or another receiver. Now – they probably believe they can get a quality receiver in the second round. Now, I think uh, I look at Higgins, uh, Sinault, Mims. They're all like that same class of receivers. They're not as good as your Judys, your Riggs, or Rugs, and, uh, and God they, bless me, your Jeffersons. You yeah, know, I got them taking Lavisca Chenault Jr. from Colorado in the second round, wide receiver. See, they, a lot of people said he would. That's who they should pick in the first round. Yeah, I. That's not first round talent. No, that's what people need to understand here. Now, do you think Jordan Love will fit the style of play in Green Bay? I do. I because it's. I could have seen like a Jake Fromm, like them taking him later on. I couldn't because I don't think he's mobile enough. Okay. Matt LaFleur needs a mobile quarterback. You know, he had it in Tennessee with Mariota. He's got somewhat with Rodgers, but Rodgers is also 36 years old. You don't, you're not as mobile as you used to be. What Jordan Love needs to realize and watch is how to throw the ball away when you're in trouble because he threw 37 interceptions in college, which is tied for most. And the other guy who did that, Dan Marino. So even a negative can be turned spun into a positive. Mm-hmm. You know, I just hope that this second round, either the Packers trade and already get a established wide receiver from another team. I won't mention names because I don't know who's on the trade block, but I think I mentioned his name last night to you. 
Or if not, they have to get a wide receiver, a tight end, and then eventually another O-line and a linebacker. Well, they better get some on offense because they need some weapons now. I think they'll go receiver. I mean, there's still a lot of good ones out there. They have to. Now, you know, if we want to give grades, I mean, who who are your – who are some of your big winners from day one, just as a whole? Chargers. I think Chargers – Chargers and Vikings. I'll go AFC, NFC. Chargers, AFC, Vikings, NFC. Okay. Yeah, it's hard to go against the Chargers. Uh, I mean, like I said, I I think they had a hell of a – a first round. Who do who'd you say you said the Vikings? Yeah. They replaced Diggs and then, you know, it that was one of the big ones. They replaced Diggs. I like that a lot. And then they got Gladney out of TCU. They needed the Vikings secondary was their bugaboo mm-hmm. last year. So many times the receiver or tight end got past the linebacking core. It, who knows, 10, 15, 20 yards downfield before they catch up and bring them down. Yeah, it's hard because it's easy to look at the teams that, that had multiple picks. Like I think the 49ers had a good draft. I think Kinlaw is a stud at defensive tackle. They got a good receiver in Ayuk. You know, but, but then I, I'm looking at some of these teams that, that in my opinion, just kind of got some steals. Um, like I look at the Arizona Cardinals, who have already stacked up on their offense, obviously yeah. with acquiring Hopkins from the Texans. And now you add Isaiah Simmons, who arguably is the best defender in this draft. I mean, you could put that guy pretty much anywhere. Yeah. And uh, and he'll play at a, a real high quality. So, I mean, I, I think that was a big steal. I think, uh, I think the Cleveland Browns, who have a history of bad drafts, I think they got a steal in getting Jedrick Wills a pick 10, yeah. arguably the best tackle in the draft. You know who I really like is Derek Brown going to Carolina. Oh, I know yeah. everybody said Clemson, take Isaiah Simmons, you know. Yeah. That he he's just a big, big man. Yeah. And in that it's gonna be great watching Carolina Tampa Bay. Oh yeah, him going up against Worfs. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, no, I I agree with you. I mean, Seattle Seahawks. You know this Jordan Brooks. You know I didn't know a lot about him, but I was reading more about him yesterday. I was watching what they were saying on uh, ESPN, and and they pretty much were saying he was like one of the best kept secrets of the draft. And Mel Kiper was even saying that he wanted to have him in the first round as mock draft, but just didn't pull the trigger. And now, I mean, that's a, like you say, yes, that's a Pete Carroll pick. And I would not be surprised if he ends up in the Pro Bowl. I mean, all the guy did is he was just a tackling machine. What I say, he led he led all of D1 college football in uh, tackles for a loss per game. Yeah. He was, I think, second in tackles. I mean, the dude was just – all he did was produce. Yeah. I You know, I like it because it takes a lot of pressure off Bobby Wagner. Oh, yeah. And you get to learn from Bobby Wagner. Yes. You know, that's like so, – I I don't just look at the draft as the player they're taking. I look at how it complements the team also, which mm-hmm. is what it's meant to do. This pick, the name is not sexy. Yeah. he Could he be one of those hidden gems? Maybe. I, I think so. Probably. But at the same time, if your linebacking core is already stout and then you add more stoutness to it, 
You're going to have some formidable yeah. power. And then the other team who I thought good pick was – and, you know, and I feel like a lot of it is the bottom part of the first round, the playoff teams. But the Baltimore Ravens getting Patrick Queen. Yeah. A lot of people had him ranked as number one middle linebacker in the draft. Uh, him and Kenneth Murray, one, two, depending on who you ask. And they got him at pick 28. And that was a big need of the Ravens. Yeah. And uh, and they're just making an already really good team even but, better. Yeah. Yeah. So, I had, you know, Queen number two behind Murray. And I'm surprised that the linebackers fell this far. Um, Outside of Simmons, you know, mm-hmm. um, it just a lot of a lot of power in the last three three linebackers taken with Murray, uh, Brooks, and Queen. Let me ask you this: Who do you think are the biggest losers? Because I'll tell you right now, I'm looking through every pick, and in the top fifteen picks, I don't think any team made a big mistake. Now, there were some surprises, but even the Jets, like I said, offensive tackle, they still took a good one. I get the thinking there. But then you come up to pick 16. Pick 16 was the first time I was looking at the TV like, what are they thinking? That was Atlanta Falcons. A.J. Terrell, a lot of people didn't even have him going in the first round. You had, first of all, they could use a linebacker. You had Murray and Queen there still. You just had some very – Good football players that that Clavon Chase on. God knows they could use him too. Yeah, all these guys still there, and they went with AJ Terrell out of Clemson. I, I did not like that pick at all for the Falcons. Yeah, I, I think they're I think they're they're one of the bigger losers. Yeah, the Falcons for sure with that pick alone. Um, they did say Dan Quinn made his name off a fast secondary. I mean that he does fit the bill for that, and then nineteen the Raiders, Damon Arnett. You had better talent at that position available. Yeah, no, I I agree there too. And then I like how the Saints took uh, Ruiz, but you know, Sean Payton already said we don't draft you in the first round to come and sit. You're, he's going to play, so I like that. I mean, the one that. T- Jordan Love going to the Packers. I like it. I understand it. But you're in the NFC title game last year. A backup quarterback doesn't win you that game. Right. I could I wish they would have taken a receiver, but I'm also I am what you call an armchair quarterback. You were jumping up and down for joy when they moved up to take him yesterday. I was. I mean, I am happy for that pick because I, I got, it, it helps the future. Because I look at the team that's what 30 miles away, the Chicago Bears. They've got a first round. They traded up to number two to take him overall. And everybody doesn't want him on the team anymore. So they bring in an aging Nick Foles, who's only one when he's with the Eagles. You look at the Lions. If Stafford goes down, they don't have anybody. You know, I like what the Texans did with Watson. They drafted him, brought him in, developed him. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he had, he didn't get the luxury of, you know, Playing behind uh, MVP award-winning quarterback, you know, Tom Brady played behind Drew Bledsoe. Yeah, and I still got that video of you jumping up and down. I'll, I'll be posting that so the fans can see Michael Lee's joy of uh, Jordan Love being drafted. No, he I, was my number one quarterback in this draft. Well, and I think that's the point. I think the Packers loved him. 
Uh, they still have picks left. I mean, they'll add the receivers and all that. I mean, they'll be okay. I mean, they're looking to stay. I mean, this is why the Packers have very few down years is picks like this. Yeah. The only time the Packers usually have down years is if we bring in a shit coach back in the 90s. You all know who I'm talking about. And injuries. Yeah. So final thoughts just on the first round. Any any final thoughts? It was so good to have some normalcy yesterday. Oh yeah. With that. Uh I thought, like I told you, no running backs, no safeties taking the first round. No, the Chiefs took a running back. Yeah, I keep saying that. I keep forgetting they took one last pick. You're right. No, but but the running back, but I do think, and I agree with Mel Kuyper, he said this about four or five running backs are gonna go today in the second oh, round. Well, yeah, there's two rounds. Yeah. So, no, not just today. I mean in the second round. But, I think a lot of it today is going to be establishing – obviously, they're, you know, they probably stayed up late last night establishing what's available. Redid a draft board. Um, yeah. No, like you said, though, it was good to have some normalcy back. Yeah. It was – I do think, like we both said, that this draft is so deep. Yeah. Uh, a lot of good talent. And uh, – yeah, and, I, and it'll be it'll be exciting to see how today goes. Yeah, no, first pick Bengals. Who they taking? Well, let's hold that thought because we gotta move on to to segment two. Okay. All right. As the last segment ended, you asked me who I thought the Bengals would take starting off round two. Uh, you know, this this was kind of hard for me, you know, because I could see a receiver. However, personally, I I think your your draft. A guy like Joe Burrow, you get him protection. So I got them taking an offensive tackle, specifically Josh Jones out of Houston. Okay, I could see that. Uh, I think they go and they get him a weapon. I think they get him T. Higgins. I think yeah. that's where he goes. I mean, I could also see them taking DeAndre Swift Yeah, out of Georgia. I mean, it's – See, I don't, though. I mean, they got Mixon. And I, I, don't, I don't think they need to take a running back. Oh, I mean, it's it's hard to say with how everything how everything played out in the first round. It's hard to say. It truly is. And now going on to team two that didn't have a first round pick, getting this one from the Redskins. Colts, I got him taking McKinney, the man you talked about up and down last yeah. night. Uh, I mean, as a Texas fan, I hope that doesn't happen. But uh, see, now me, I think they go out and get a weapon for Rivers. I mean. They've had they had injury problems in their in their receivers last year. I got them taking T. Higgins. Um, now the Colts. Now that's an interesting team we haven't talked about really at all because, like you said, they didn't have any first round picks. Well, they got two picks in the second round. I got them taking T. Higgins and Cole Komet out of Notre Dame to tight end. I I think their defense is going to be good this year. They had a bunch of upgrades, obviously, and uh, I think taking a wide receiver and a tight end for Rivers. I think. I think they see what the Texans have done now, and I, I think they want to take control of that division. Yeah. I mean, I, that's another division that I think is easily controllable. Well, and look at this. I mean, they know Tennessee's pretty much all Derrick Henry. So what they do, they fortified their front seven. Yeah. You know, try running through that. They're going to make Tannehill have to beat them in that division. Yeah. You I, know? I could see them taking A.J. Epinesa. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, he's by far the best pass rusher left. Yeah, left in this draft. 
Um, I mean, it's, I think he's one of those guys. Yeah, he's an edge, but I think he can also line up anywhere. Yeah. At seven. I mean, I have him falling to, to pick 37 to the Patriots. Um, yeah. Who I think, yeah, I think that'd be obviously a heck of a pick for them. Uh, you know, a, another guy who, who I think has kind of fallen because there haven't been a lot of uh, outside linebackers. You know, those guys that could come off the edge. And then, I mean, obviously had Simmons, but uh, Zach Ballin out of Wisconsin. Yeah. I think he's a very talented player. I have him fallen to 36 to the Giants, which I think would just be uh, a really big pick for them. Yeah. I mean, that would kind of make sense why they passed up on Simmons. And then they go and get Ballin in the second round. I think that'd be a hell of a pick for the Giants. Yeah. Uh, now, going back to the NFC North, we got the Lions at 35. I got them going defensive tackle Ross Blacklock out of TCU. The, ne- the next best defensive tackle, that, that's still a need. They need that they need to stir up that defense. I can either see them doing one of two things. Dump it out of LSU to shore up that secondary even more. That's if McKinney goes to the Colts, like I said. Or they take Jalen Hurts or Eason to be Stafford's backup. I think it's too early. I'll tell you this right now. I do not have a quarterback going in the second round. I I don't. I think it's kind of one of those things that the Lions are going to have to look at it like this. Hey, Stafford, he's – it doesn't seem like he's up there in age, but he is. I think this is the year that they kind of look at it more closely mm-hmm. and go from there. Well, or they get another corner because they lost Darius Slay, and they just totally this year they're all about revamping that secondary. Yeah, but I think they did that with Okuda. Like I said, I I think they stay with they stay with defense and go with defense tag. I mean, I, I could see what you're saying, but I. I think they go to the line this one. Now, now here's the, the – so running backs, I, I kind of talked about a little bit earlier. Uh, we only saw one go in the first round with the last pick of the first round. I have four running backs going in round two. Now, let me ask you this. Looking at this, what teams do you think would take a running back? Dolphins. Dolphins. That's I got DeAndre Swift going there with pick 39. Seahawks. I don't remember what pick they are. Though. Seahawks have the 59th pick, and I got them taking Cam Akers from Florida State. Okay. Yeah, I went running back with them. I also went now a couple of teams who did not have a first-round pick. I had uh, two teams we also haven't talked about, and that's the Steelers and the Rams. I had Jonathan Taylor going to the Steelers at 49, and, and J.K. Dobbins going to the Rams at 52. Uh you know, the Rams, obviously, with no more Gurley. Yeah. They're hurt at running back. Uh, Connors for the Steelers, he kind of had a down year. You know, I, I think both of those teams, uh, not having any picks, can luck out with uh, really good running backs in the second yeah. round. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I could see the uh, definitely the Rams. Like, I think if there's running backs taken, they're going to the Rams and Seahawks, personally. Yeah, yeah Seahawks, yeah, for sure. For sure. You know, the thing that I think like I like most about the second round, how I've got it kind of playing out, is the Packers, everybody's saying you should have taken receiver. This is where you go out and get a receiver. Yeah. You know. And I got that's what I got him taking. Like I said, that LaVisca Chenault Jr. out of Colorado. Um, 
I think at that time he will be the best available. Now, now Green Bay, I think they'll take a receiver anyways, but they might have someone else in mind. Obviously. I think they're looking more hard at Denzel Mims. Yeah, the problem with that for me is I had him going 48 to the Jets, so I have him off the board before the Packers get a pick. Okay. So, but, uh, you know, you know, I kind of want to talk about a couple of these teams we haven't gotten a chance to because they didn't have any picks in the first round. Okay, so so they're going to be making their first pick of the draft. So uh, the Chicago Bears. I have the Bears. They have two picks in the second round. I If they – if it happens how I have it lined up, they could have a very productive second round, in my opinion. Okay. I think I pick 43. I have them going offensive tackle with Ezra Cleveland, okay. who's a mammoth of a man. Yes. And I think uh, – I mean, he's fallen a little bit. And he's up there. I, I mean, I think he could have been easily a first-round pick. Yeah. And uh, with their second pick, now this is just a pick that I just think – this is just a Bears pick. Safety Antoine Winfield Jr. out of Minnesota. Hard-hitting. Guy's only 5'9", but he will knock the snot out of you yeah. when he's coming in. I mean, he he's great against the run, um, and, and I think that's going to be another big pick for the Bears. So even though they didn't have a pick in the first round, they could work this right and have a really good second round here. Oh, yeah. At 43, if he's still available, I think they've got to go with Trevon Diggs. See, for me, I, I just I, – I think – they need a line. They're going to try to protect. There'll whoever. be a lineman there at their next pick. That's true, too. But I think Ezra Cleveland will be too. If he's still available, it's going to be hard to pass up that guy. Yeah. Now, Trayvon Diggs, I, I do have him going 46, only a couple picks after that to the Broncos. But uh makes you wonder with him. You know, I haven't read a lot about Diggs as a personality at all. But, uh I mean, I think we can both agree he's first-round talent. I thought he was. But he hasn't even been really looked at. I mean, it seems well, like. I there's a difference between I think we put him I know I had him going at 31 to the 49ers which obviously originally got I believe they got traded out. Yeah. So, yeah, it, he's first round talent, but he's 25 to 32 talent in the first round. Now, don't get me wrong, the Falcons took A.J. Terrell, who I would say is a third-rounder. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, Diggs is hands down. But I, a lot of it all depends on the team, too, yeah. and how it's everything plays out. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. So I'm trying to find so, – so another team, Buffalo Bills, didn't have a first-round pick. They don't pick till pick 54. And now, where do you think the Bills – uh, lean towards with this pick? Do, do they go defense, offense? Where do you think they go with this? Well, watching the playoff game against the Texans last year, mm-hmm. he was on the ground a lot. Yeah. They got to get linemen. They <laughs> got to get protection. Yeah, not, now I went, I went defensive end. With uh with Marlon Davidson, another big guy, a defensive end in the three four, uh, out of Auburn. I think that's good quality there. He fits with them, fits with their defense. I think I think that'd be a good pick. But I could also see that because coming from the Texans, I mean, they don't have much of a pass rush. Yeah. So if he was getting to uh, if he, if he was getting to him, I I could see why uh 
they would go offensive line uh, with that pick as well. You know, the one thing I look at and I see in my dark horse for the second round who could go real early or he could fall is Malik Harrison out of Ohio State linebacker. He wasn't first-round talent by any means, but obviously the first three picks, besides Burrow who transferred to LSU, all Ohio State players. Like, that says something about that defense. Yeah, I think he could be one of those diamond in the roughs, hidden gems that you were speaking about. Yeah, I didn't even have him going, and I didn't even have him going in the second round. I think he he could be and turn into be one of the the steals that you know everybody talks about and looks for. You know, looking at uh, just what I did with the second round. Uh, a couple guys I I still look at like I have Xavier McKinney going to the Panthers, which to me would just be ridiculous for the Panthers after getting Derek Brown. But uh, the other one I got as a receiver I like is a uh, Chase Claypool at Notre Dame. Yeah, big target, big man. I got him falling to the Ravens at fifty five. That'd be a good target for Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. Oh yeah. You know, one thing, and I I know I'm going to get some, oh, this is biased. Here we go about the Packers, right? If the Packers can Jesus. find a way. How 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 much are you going to talk about the Packers? There's hey, 31 buddy. other teams. You know what? Just stop right there, right? <laughs> if they can find a way in the third, late second, early third round to get Donovan Peoples-Jones out of Michigan, one receiver, and two, he returns kicks. That was a problem for them last year. So, so not only do you bring up the Packers, but then you got you got to bring up your your favorite college team in Michigan too. I'm just saying they have a player that fits his needs. Jesus, plain and simple. We're lucky there's no one from Ball State that probably the Texans are going to take. Although no one, Bill O'Brien, who knows? Actually, I was looking at somebody's mock draft, and they had the Packers taking an offensive lineman from Ball State. From like Ball, State. Ball State was a quality team this year. Almost made a bowl game. Yeah, not anorexic. Jesus. <laughs> I will say this, though. I, I, you know, like we already talked about it. What was it? the hell? I'm oh, sorry. Me, me and Mike both got distracted by a dog outside. <laughs> but uh, how deep this draft is. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of good talent out there still. I feel like some guys have fallen because of the lack of – you know, really a combine and all that stuff with all the coronavirus stuff going on. And, and I think you're going to see a lot of, like, years down the road, you're going to see all the steals that they got from lower rounds this draft because of that. I don't think you're I, – I won't call them steals. I think you're, you're getting a lot better value. Which is a steal. No, not like that. Like, you're getting first-round talent in the second, third round. But it's also not going to be a steal because you're going to have to trade up to get who you want. No, it, it's a steal. And, and there's there's first-round talent in the second round because you have teams like the freaking Atlanta Falcons taking A.J. Terrell with pick 16 of the first round and, and teams like Vegas taking Arnett. You know, yeah. that, that's, that's why there's going to be first-round talent later on. 
But stick around, folks. we got a special seventh-round presentation, so Matt can talk about his Texans all day. Oh, here we go. Those three seventh-round picks, just wait. Bill O'Brien's waiting to trade them away from a freaking McDonald's value meal, probably. Yeah, probably. Jesus. All right, Matt. Who do you think is going to – what do you think is going to be the number – the best position for the second round? Like overall, like like yeah, like first round we saw a lot of tackles. Like what position did we draft a lot in the second round? You know, I think you're still. I, I think you're still going to see a lot of offensive line. I think it's going to be very offensive dominated. Okay, okay. I, I think you're going to see a lot of receivers go, running backs, and offensive linemen. Okay, I think you're going to see about. About five receivers, about four running backs, and I think you'll see about four or five more linemen. I think defense will be scarce. Outside of safeties, I think you're going to see those three safeties uh, come off the board in the second round. I could see some teams even making a trade up uh, for one of them. But that's kind of that's how I see it going. What about you? Yeah, I, I think it's going to be a mix between O-line and D-line. Edge, defensive tackle. That's what I think is going to be the big one. That and, uh, you know, your offensive lineman, like you said. I think it right now that's – with how deep everything is at – there's still five good quarterbacks out there, plethora of running backs and receivers. I think that's where teams are going to sit there and say, hey, let's, let's hit these guys now because the others will be there. So let me tell you this. For second-round talent – Tell me three players that you are shocked are still available in the second round. That didn't get taken in the first round, obviously. Yeah, well, that's, that makes them available in uh, the second round. Shut up, dude. <laughs> T. Higgins. Obviously, he's – I. maybe I just had him valued that high. Yeah. Um, Trevon Diggs. You know, I wouldn't have initially said Trevon Diggs. But the only reason I would agree with you now is because of the other corners that went in the first yeah. round over him. Yeah. I mean, seeing the, the need for corners and he's still there, which makes you wonder if there's something else there. There's a reason why teams chose a different route than Trevon Diggs. Yeah, maybe it's got something to do with his brother. I mean, I yeah. well, well, maybe Buffalo's waiting to take him at pick 54. Maybe. And uh, last, lastly, I... It's really kind of hard to say for me. Um, well, I mean, like the running backs, I get running backs are a dime a dozen. Yeah. And, but DeAndre Swift, yeah. incredible talent. Jonathan Taylor, incredible talent. Like, I just, I think a lot of it to me is that. Yeah. I I mean, for me, you got Xavier McKinney. I, I, I am. Just blown away that he's still available in the second round. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, I really thought for sure he he was going to go in that first round. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it is tough to. I mean, Trevon Diggs. I think he's another one, and then I probably age Japaniza. You know, I I thought he would go kind of at the end of that first round. Uh, not a huge surprise because I could I, I see him falling in the early second. Uh, T Higgins, like you said, he's another one, but I don't know. I mean, he's. You know, how many receivers won in the first round? About five receivers or so, five uh, or six. Five. You know, so I mean, a lot of teams had some had some different preferences. I mean, obviously, we saw uh, 
we saw like like you know Eagles taking Jalen Rager, who a lot of people didn't have going in the first round. Uh, I think that was kind of the guy who. I mean, I think that's the guy who really kind of pushed T. Higgins back to that second round. Uh, I think the Packers would have taken Higgins if it wasn't for Jordan Love still being available, then they chose to trade up. Yeah. I think a lot of it has to do with teams are willing to trade a lot more now. And when I say a lot more now, I say in this draft because of the depth of talent that's out there. Um, so I think that benefits every uh, pretty much all the teams that are willing to zero in on what they need, what they want, player personnel wise, to you know to to fill out their fifty three man roster. So who do you think? So who? What team needs to have a good day too? What what team needs it? Like that needs it needs a good day too. I'll tell you right now, for me, I, I talked about a little earlier, it's Chicago Bears. They need to have a good day, too. They got two picks in the second round. I think the Bears have a lot more issues than today's draft going on personally to say that they need a good day, I think, two draft. I think the one team that really does is the Rams because they, they went from the Super Bowl to, like, oh, Hey, it's the Rams of old again, you know, like you got rid of Gurley who don't get me wrong. You know, there's the nagging football injuries that slow him down a little bit. You know, he might not play all the downs that he used to, but at the same time, it's you're moving in to a new stadium. You can't, you're coming off being one of the better teams in the NFC. What? Two years ago. Mm -hmm. And the team they're sharing a fucking stadium with, just went out and dominated the first round. You're the the Rams are about to be the White Sox of LA. The Rams have to go out. No one wants to be the White Sox of LA, that's for sure. You're lucky baseball season's not going on right now, but because I'm pretty sure the White Sox would have a better record than your Cubs. I guess we won't know that, will we? You know, the the Dolphins is another team I look at just because of you know they they had a they had a good round one, but they got two more picks in round two, you know, five picks in the first two rounds, and they could really hit a home run. I mean, they, they could end up with five quality players to fill all these holes and in a division that is weaker now, and they could make themselves a contender in one season. Where do you think the Dolphins are looking position-wise? Well, I have them going running back for sure. I, I had Swift going there, but I could see them going running back with either of their two picks. Second pick, I have them going defensive tackle. Okay. I so, could see – the Dolphins being one of the teams that trades. I could see it for some more picks in rounds three or four. I, I could see that too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, I think that's about it for our, our preview of today. I'm sure we'll we'll do a recap of today. So hopefully you guys are enjoying uh, just having some sports back in your lives like we are. Yeah. Even if it's absolutely. only for three days. So uh, for Mike Leith, Matt Helvinson, we'll see you guys later.